0: I'm Damian Bolwa, and
1: I'm Joe Garofoli.
0: Welcome to a joint episode of Fifth and Mission and the It's All Political podcast with Joe Garofoli. Joe, we haven't done this since the election, which seems like a long time oh ago. Oh my
1: goodness! Yes, I uh, I love the joint editions. Are we? How are we coming on the logo for the for the joint editions? Are that... we We're working on. Okay, it. We're, we're working, working on. It. Very good.
0: The occasion for this episode is we're getting one of the first looks at public opinion on the potential recall of the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. And Joe, Newsom's opponents have a lot of work to do.
1: They do. This uh, poll was very good news for Gavin Newsom. Uh, 56% of likely voters oppose recalling Gavin Newsom only 40% uh, back the recall and and 5% have no opinion. This is according to the Public Policy Institute of California, one of the uh, uh, most uh, reliable and uh, longstanding polls in California.
0: All right, so we're gonna get into some of the details in that poll ahead, where it broke down, what the implications are for the campaign ahead. But first, Joe, tell us where we are at with this recall and when we might be voting,
1: if we will be voting. Well, right now, the uh, people who are supporters of the recall have turned in more than 2 million signatures, 2.1 million signatures. Uh, local effect, elections officials officials around the state are, are verifying those signatures. Then it goes to the Secretary of State. There's uh, more uh, verification done at that level. Uh, bottom line, we likely won't be voting on this until October, maybe November.
0: All right, so there's a lot of time for this to change, Joe. But but this poll, are you surprised?
1: I'm I'm uh, not surprised. Um, I, I would probably have expected this poll uh, in another couple of weeks. These results, as more and more Californians uh, get their vaccine, as the state opens up more. But uh, this is this is good news for Newsom. Uh, he um, you know he has been saying uh, over and over over the last several weeks we're seeing the we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh this this survey shows that many Californians agree with them. Uh, I think it was 3 in 4 say that they uh they they feel that the worst of the pandemic is behind us and um they they're seeing that in their daily lives. We're seeing restaurants open up, we're seeing kids are going back to school in those last few days here in Oakland and California and uh, San Francisco. So uh you know the 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 we are returning to whatever normal was uh, before the state shut down.
0: And in the Bay Area, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. It was something like a quarter of people are supportive of the recall, but there were some big differences up and down the state.
1: Oh yeah, no region of the state uh, was there a majority of voters supporting the recall, but the closest was, uh, as as the Public Policy Institute defines us, the Central Valley. Forty nine percent of folks there supported the recall. Um, but in the in the big cities in the Bay Area, as you said, very low support Los Angeles, it was 40 40 percent supported and uh, and tellingly in Orange County and San Diego, which is lumped together for for this survey, uh, again, only about 41 percent supported the recall. That is the home area of two of Newsom's Republican challengers. Uh, John Cox, the uh, wealthy businessman who Newsom uh, trounced uh, in 2018 by about 20 points, and former San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner. And I was talking with the surveys, uh, uh, the head of the survey, Mark Baldassari. He's like, "This, that's bad news for those guys. I mean, because if they can't even uh, get you know rally support for the recall in their home regions." Uh, they're going to have a tougher time. Uh, Faulkner has never run a statewide race. He's, you know, he's gotten generally solid marks as as San Diego's mayor and 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 Cox has gotten drubbed in a statewide race and this would this would be his fifth time between California and uh, Illinois running for for office and he's lost every time. So, uh, not good numbers for those guys.
0: Your piece on this is at sfchronicle.com. You break down all the numbers. Joe, a big part of this piece is that the pandemic sort of seems to overshadow everything, right? Absolutely. It, it looked it looked a lot different even perhaps a couple months ago.
1: It did, it did. And um, the, the survey showed that uh, the state is now getting, uh, I think it was about 45% of people are giving the state good or, or excellent or very good marks for vaccine distribution. That varies by uh, uh, race. Uh, generally, uh, white folks give it a better... Uh, view than others. Um, and that's, you know, as we've been reporting all along, there's been discrepancies in that. But generally, it's, it's been they've gotten, a, they've given the state good marks, good marks for the state means good marks for Newsom, because he was largely the, the scapegoat for the a lot of the frustrations that people had with not only how the state is dis, you know distributing the vaccine but the but the whip sawing open and closures of everything uh the the small businesses that were doing poorly and many have closed uh you know you want someone to blame you're like who the hell is responsible for this and and the the person at the top got the blame
0: and of course it doesn't help that he went to the french laundry in the midst of it all and everybody was staying at home
1: that crystallized uh it for a lot of people uh, signature gathering uh took off after that the, the people who were running that told me because they had something because it was such an arrogant move and such a tone deaf move by newsom to do that and just at the same time he's telling people no, no don't you know don't go out with the anyone who's not in your family don't uh, you know. Uh, you know, go out in in in, a, uh, in in crowds and such. And here he does the exact same thing he's telling people not to do. What does that mean for fundraising going forward? Uh, there, there's no, nobody's going to have any problems fundraising for this. Number one, the, the way the recall rules are set up, the object of the recall, in this case, Gavin Newsom, can raise an unlimited amount of money. And so can the people who are uh, raising money for the recall itself, and so it's it's treated much like any kind of uh, ballot initiative would be. Unlimited fundraising. Now that there are fundraising uh, limits set on um, on the individual candidates, your Faulkners, your John Coxes of the world, and anyone else is going to be running. Um, uh, but uh, the money is not going to be a problem. There's going to be national money coming in on the Republican side. Uh, the the union The unions and and other uh, tech interests are going to be supporting Newsom. Uh, so no nobody's going to be crying poor on this.
0: All right, let's take a quick break. This is a joint episode of Fifth and Mission and the It's All Political podcast with senior political writer Joe Garofoli. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about two thousand three and the lessons from that last recall to this one. We'll be right back right after this. I'm Damian Bolwell. Welcome back to a joint edition of Fifth and Mission and the It's All Political podcast. I'm here with Joe Garafoli, and we're talking about the recall election and a new poll that has some pretty good news for Gavin Newsom, who's trying to survive this. So, Joe, take us back to 2003... Uh, what are the similarities? What are the differences? In that case, you know, you you had Democrats come forward and run uh, among the group. Um, you
1: had a lot of Democrats who, frankly, wanted Gray Davis out of office. You did. That was that was one of the many differences. Uh, another difference is a, a key difference is that the the complexion of the state's electorate. Uh, there are now nearly twice as many registered Democrats as there are Republicans. In 2003, there were uh, the, the parties were a lot closer, still a democratic advantage. Uh, now there are no elected statewide uh, Republican officials than there were. Um, and of course, one of the biggest differences then was that uh, one of the people running in the uh, in the recall election as a replacement candidate was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, a man who had as much literally as much name recognition as the Pope at the time. And arguably, probably more positive. Uh, he was an action movie star and he, and he came in uh, to, you know, sort of as, as swooping swooping uh, to save California. Um, so, you know, you don't have that. Uh, then you had, uh, then the, the Californians, uh, uh, Gray Davis's poll numbers were terrible at this time. The state was battling the uh, energy crisis. We had blackouts. We've been having blackouts. We had uh, uh, the, the state's budget was a mess. That's not the situation today, thanks to this federal stimulus package. And thanks to, uh, you know, California's going to get something like $42, $43 billion out of that. That's going to go to state and local governments. That's going to mean your favorite programs aren't going to be closed. Your parks might not be closed. Your, your local libraries won't be closed. It also means that, uh, you know, uh, Gray Davis didn't have that kind of parachute. He didn't have that kind of cushion. Um, and then, so... Um, because Gray Davis's numbers, his poll numbers started to tank, uh, Democrats started to freak out. They, we, wait, we, we, this guy may lose this thing. We better run somebody against him and so, or run somebody as a, as a potential uh, replacement candidate. And so Lieutenant Governor at the time, Cruz Bustamante ran, uh, you know, the entire California politi- uh, House delegation, Nancy Pelosi and everybody was on board. They backed Gray Davis. Only one person did not. That was Senator Dianne Diane Feinstein. She said, I'm not voting for anybody to replace it. I think this is a terrible idea. Um, so uh, Cruz Boost of got blown out by Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger got 49% of the vote, Cruz got about 31%, and uh, it was it was just um, uh, and Cruz, you know, never really recovered from that. Um, so that's those are major differences. Uh, right now, no Democrat in California. And has, has, has stepped forward to say, I will, I'm going to run, there's a couple, like Tom Steyer has actually run a poll on himself uh, that that got leaked out. I think Politico reported that uh, last week, where they, you know, he actually tested, well, I wonder how Tom Steyer would do if he were running in the recall. Um, but for the most part, everybody has been on their best behavior. Now, this poll that came out today that we're talking about is going to keep all those people on the sidelines. Because, you know, Politicians are a, uh, a very predictable breed. If they smell blood in the water, like if Newsom has a bad poll, bad couple polls, then you're starting to see, you'll start to see some people say, well, you know, I, I said I wasn't going to run, but, you know, I, I care about California and I can't let, uh, you know, Republicans win. So, but for now, okay. yeah, that's not he, happening.
0: You spoke to Ro Khanna and he said, no way. No way. And he's obviously a, an up
1: and coming star in the party. I spoke to Ro Khanna, He said, no way. Uh, he is a favorite among California progressives. And that's where you'd have to watch out for, uh, at, for, uh, for Newsom to watch out for, uh, is, to, is, an, is a uh, challenger from the left, because that could galvanize a lot of the Bernie Sanders energy. Remember, Bernie Sanders won California in the primary uh, in 2020. So um, uh, right now, and Bernie himself has said, recalls a bad idea, you know, that it should not go forward. So when he put the kibosh on that, that kind of uh, tamp down the uh, the progressive energy to to jump into the race.
0: So, given all that, what kind of energy do you do you see happening around this recall? What kind of national attention is it going to get?
1: If if these polls, if Newsom continues to poll well, it's going to be hard to gin up the national energy because they there's sort of a a, a window right now for national money to come to California. There's not a lot of other big races going on. Virginia has its elections this year, in uh, an odd year, but but you know this is this would be the big game in town. Um, so that's you may see the, um, the, the for the next several months. That's the time to 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 uh, cultivate that national money for Republicans. They want to bring that in. They want to you know because they're they need to to bump up the name idea of some of these guys who are running. Um, but if there's not the energy on the ground behind it that money might not be as, uh, free flowing as it might've been. Uh, and then when you get towards the end of the year, then, uh, that the, the, the national money starts to go towards their own States, battleground States all around the country, because, uh, investing in politics in California is a, is a very expensive venture. You know, it's it, it, millions of dollars just for an advertising in one uh, for one week, uh, statewide. Um, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a money pit. So, uh, they can use better, there's better use of the national dollars elsewhere, um, where they could, you know, flip a Congress, flip a House seat, or, or maybe a Senate seat in a smaller state with the cheaper media markets. So they, the Republicans, say have to act now, they have to like, try and get as much money as they can from the nationals now, because it might not might not be around later, uh, when we when we start voting on this in October and November.
0: All right, looking forward even further, Joe, if Newsom is to survive, he obviously faces a lot of danger in the selection. But if he survives, will it have damaged him moving forward, or will be some sort of victory?
1: It depends what the margin of victory is. If uh, he squeaks by, uh, then it's like, whoa, oh man, you just squeaked by in in, uh, in in super liberal California, where the Democrats have all this advantage. That is not a good sign. It may make him weak because remember he has he has to run for reelection next year again. So he's got this recall in the fall, and then he have and he's going to be running again uh, for another term, full term in in uh, November 2022. Um, if it's a blowout, then he may uh, that will be very good news uh, for Newsom because he may clear the field. In 2022, of uh, Republican challengers, or maybe just, you know, might get a weak one. So it, it depends on the, the margin of victory if, if he were to win. Now, if he loses, obviously, um, what happens to him then? It's a whole nother series of questions. Does he run again for his old seat uh, the next year? Does people, Do people say, well, you got blown out? Are you lost in, the, in a Democratic state? There'll be a whole nother. Roe may rethink his position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course.
0: All right. Well, Joe, that was a great joint episode? We've got to do it more often. Uh, as many joint episodes as we can have. I, I'm game. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. That was, again, a joint episode of Fifth and Mission and the It's All Political podcast. That's Senior Chronicle political writer Joe Garofoli. I'm Damian Bulwell. We'll see you next time. Thanks to Karen Creighton for producing this episode, and thank you for listening.